Hey, that's what I'm thinking. Right <laughs> before right before record happened, uh, Chubb asked me what I was thinking, and I was thinking, hey. So in our last video, so I've been drinking this mineral water, and I feel the change happening. Mineragua. Mineragua this time, not not death death water. Yeah, water. it's not death water. It's that's mineral no, water. What, yeah. That's what the other one's called, though, right? De uh, death wish. Death right? wish. It's not death wish. Is it death water? I don't know. Oh, the, we're the not. But mineral <laughs> They're not going to sponsor us now. But, like, I can feel the change happening. I used to hate sparkling water, and now I just kind of dislike it. And before long, I'm going to, like, think it's adequate. No, that's that's good. You're good. That's the good stuff. You're getting is it just spice. Is it just better than the other one? Yeah. Um, I think the minerals make it better. <laughs> <laughs> minerals are good for you, man. Mineragua. We got minerals. Yeah, mineragua. Every time I say it, I feel racist. Not bad racist. It's just I feel <laughs> like I like I'm not competent enough to say another language. Although I don't it's know. It's not it's another language. Mineragua. Mineragua. I mean, agua is yeah. Spanish for, for water. But so it's like, mineral water. But mineragua is also just not a word. Are we sure that's not mineral water in Spanish? I'm sure it's a poor man. Hey too. Siri, how do you say how do you say mineral water in Spanish? In Spanish, mineral water is agua mineral. Oh, agua mineral. Yeah, that, this that. is a poor man too. Obviously. Oh, so they're racist. What? No, it's just combining two words. But it's, we oh. combine words all the time. Like pa pa. No, that those are two words. Well, you just like, just combined a word. No, that's just two words. That's a pot yeah. and a pie. Yeah. You didn't shorten any words. Oh, I got you. You're talking about shortening words and put them good. Um, gotcha. Uh, this, this, we're already... Look, I wanted to point out something from the last video. The la Not video, but podcast. We do make a noise when the show comes on every time. We we do what? Yeah, when the show comes on, uh huh, we go ah. ah. Last podcast, you didn't do that. You had to like you didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, I still don't know what we're talking about. Anyways, so um, portmanteau, for example, motel, yeah. which is motor and hotel. Okay. Or brunch. Yeah. Which is breakfast, breakfast lunch. lunch. Yeah, that's I got gotcha. you. That's a common thing up. to do. But I was, uh, I'm not dumb, so I was talking about pottery in pie, so I was Pottery like, pie? Yeah, it's a class I take, <laughs> and we call it pot pie. I would take that class. Welcome to Trip Doesn't Watch Wrestling. And Jamie needs him to. We got the title right on the ninth episode. I always get the title right. You got the title right on You the don't make episode. the sound sometimes, though. I didn't know there was a sound. <laughs> you did it every time. I mean, when someone else makes a sound, I make a sound. That's what ADHD is. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. No, it is actually, uh, I forget the name for it, but it's like echoing weird sounds or strange ways of saying things is actually a trait of, of ADHD. I learned new things about all the character traits I have are just ADHD all the time. Do you think the Ultimate Warrior had ADHD? No. He had a supreme focus from what I saw. 
You think, but isn't that part of it sometimes that you hyper focus on one thing? It could be. That is very true. I mean, you can't, we can't arm, we'd have to, I'd have to know more about him. I haven't heard the man speak in an actual voice yet. <laughs> it was very, very disorienting when I first heard him spoke mm-hmm. because the way he spoke, his mannerisms and his voice were not what I was expecting. As someone who grew up watching him, the promos that I sent you for this feud, I don't remember him talking that way either. (laughs) I don't remember it being like, they were trying to do good guy versus good guy, but he definitely seemed like the bad guy. He was literally talking about darkness. Yeah, but he also said that he wasn't afraid of the light and that Hulk Hogan was in the darkness of fear and then, like, the next promo, he said the opposite. It was, he he was not, um, he was not consistent. If you haven't guessed it yet, um, today we're talking about, we're continuing Hulkamania, but we're talking about his feud with the Ultimate Warrior that on screen, it was something, and off screen, it was also something. <laughs> But most it, things are are something. Yeah, they are. Uh, the off screen. This that, was more of a something than I would say other things are. Yeah, his the off screen stuff and like him being a newer character coming up the ranks and Hogan being there and kind of the the whole the real life stuff kind of knowing that kind of makes it a focus for me. Sometimes it takes away from the story. I would love to meet a person who was a child then or like that was watching it exactly at that time and just like was 12 years old and didn't know wrestling was like, yeah I, I would love to know that because i mean a, there was a part there was a time in my life when he came back to wwf i was watching but when him and hogan were doing their stuff i'm either too young to remember or i didn't see it but when he came back i was like oh this guy looks cool you know, I saw him... When were, you, uh, when were you born again? I was born in 87. So this okay. is definitely going on, but my mom, being from the... So you were three. Yeah. Yeah. So was this 90? Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't remember this even if we watched it, but my mom didn't watch this wrestling. Or I guess this, most of the storyline... WrestleMania was 1990. WrestleMania mm-hmm. 6 was 1990, because I looked mm-hmm. up the dates. So, everything leading up to this would have been 89. Yeah. Because so WrestleMania is in, like, February or something? January? Uh, it's typically in March, April? Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's, it's, it's March. Probably, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's probably March. moved over the March. years, though. Uh, I looked it up f- for what we'll cover in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this is, uh, you know, coming off of the Mega Powers, you have Ultimate Warrior feud, and... There's a lot of build-up for Ultimate Warrior. He comes in and... Wait, I should I should give you a quiz before we jump in. Oh, yeah, we should do yeah, that. Yeah, we should Oh, uh, we're supposed to check in with each other first. Oh. That, that, real, that cold open really threw us for a loop. I'm sorry I didn't make the noise. I think that's what... No, you did make the noise. So no. the way this is going to be pieced together, no one's going to know what happened. They're going to even hear me saying this right now, and they'll be like, Oh, that sounded pretty good. So, I got it figured out. I've learned how to cut things a little bit. Uh, I should probably listen to the podcast at some point. Oh my gosh. Yeah, at least get our uh, our listener numbers up. It's difficult. Well, I mean, I guess if I listen to it, I'll like triple the... the 
or double the <laughs> listener count right now. I am I'm trying to figure out a way to advertise it and who I want to advertise it to. I have not pushed it all. I wanted to have a bit of a backlog. I think we got a bit of a backlog now. Uh, the videos, there won't be a video for this episode either, but I think I might even wait on videos until, like, if when I see we have, I don't know, 20 people? Well, we're we're going to a new space. Why yeah, don't we just plan on starting the videos again when that gets set Yeah, up? I gotta get the, um, the, the ice smoke, what do you call that? Fog smoke? The smoke machine? The smoke machine. But it's uh, a certain type of ice. Black ice? Dry ice. Dry ice. Black ice is the stuff that'll kill you on the road. I need to get black ice put in my room. Dry ice. No, black ice. Dude, you can't buy dry ice anymore. It makes me mad. Really? You can't find it anywhere. I guess it doesn't sell well enough, Mm. so no one, like, keeps it in stock. So, like, Publix quit keeping it in stock. Kroger doesn't really keep it in stock. I love dry ice, especially for, like, parties. You throw a little bit in a punch bowl, and you get a slushy immediately. What? Yeah, it, it's cold enough, it'll actually freeze the, the liquid in the punch just while it's there. I've never done that. Oh, it's great. Ugh. But I can't ever find dry ice anymore. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Um, speaking of dry <laughs> listeners if you give us a five star review and tell us where to find dry ice yeah we'll uh we'll shout you out on it'll on be the ol- it'll be the only time you don't have to write a five star review you write a three star review <laughs> as long as you tell us where to dry get dry ice. ice you write a one star oh. review oh your chair dropped oh uh, wow that's that big that. yeah someone driving right now heard that chair drop and they they just <laughs> Or no one heard it at all, and it just... Oh, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't demean our podcast. So uh, let's no, check. I just meant the sound may not... Oh, the sound may not have come you, in. You, you... See, you just... You don't have enough self-confidence. You are not following the demandments. I'm following the demandments. Okay, let's go. You, you have them memorized. I'm still trying. Self-confidence. Yeah, I got it. Uh, your vitamins. You've been taking vitamins, your vitamins? Taking my vitamins. I, I didn't take my vitamins last week intentionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, week off of, off of Adderall. Gotcha. That, uh, that's always an experience. Reset your tolerance. I don't take that vitamin. <laughs> I take stuff with B12. I do take, uh, vitamin B. Found mm-hmm. out that, that, um, keeps me, uh, from getting depressed, strangely. Huh. I have a multivitamin that has a vitamin B. It has a bunch of stuff in it. And yeah. I, I too, if I don't take it after a while, I notice that uh, I can look at a bird and start crying. <laughs> uh, Occasionally when I like get the flu or strep or something, mm-hmm. I get a steroid shot. And man, that makes me emotional. Really? I watched private practice when I was sick and, and had gotten a steroid shot. And like I was emotionally moved by it, which I know is not right. Imagine all these wrestlers that were just, like, taking steroids all the time. You wonder why they, like, killed people. No, don't. It was the cocaine and steroids. Cocaine. (laughs) Uh, cocaine and steroids. But, like, yeah, that... I'm with you. Yeah. You've been eating well? Yeah. How's your new diet? 
going? Uh, it's good. The low carb stuff's good. It's good for my kidneys. Yeah. Apparently. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, I dropped from, so far with that and working out, I think 325 to, I think I'm at 266 right now. Damn, dude, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I've been busting my butt. And, like, I think I carry weight in weird spots, because, like, when I was in the 300s, yeah, I definitely looked bigger, but I don't think I... I like looking at me, I was like, oh, that's I wouldn't funny. have thought yeah. you weighed, I wouldn't have thought you weighed that much. But now it's uh now there's some days I'm like, Well, I look like the same, but I'm this much smaller. So it must just be kind of all coming out of my asshole. <laughs> I mean my ass. <laughs> my ass cheeks. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Uh no added sugar. I haven't had added uh sugar in anything I've eaten in Four five months, dude. You're putting me to shame, man. I'm yeah. doing better, mm-hmm. man. This Christmas, I did much better on eating than normal. Mm-hmm. Like I've had more chocolate because people keep giving you chocolate on Christmas. But all in all, I've done much better on eating, and went to go visit my parents. We walked around like eight miles a day because it was nice outside. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I still put on seven pounds. That walk, it doesn't make any sense. It's that walking muscle. Yeah, I, I'm confused too. Like, there's some days, like, I'm like, shit, how did, I mean, I should have lost all the, like, excess water weight at this point. But I'll go on the scale and I'll be like, man, I lost four pounds yesterday. And then the next day I'll go look and it's like, I gained two pounds? Well, a lot of that is, yeah, it's day-to-day just... Yeah. You hold a bunch of water or whatever different times a day. I try to weigh myself at the same time every day and get mm-hmm. a pretty consistent. Like I'll I'll fluctuate like two pounds, mm-hmm. but like I gotta lose about twenty five pounds before the wedding because I'm uh, not yeah. I'm not happy with with where I'm at. Hey, speaking of the wedding, yeah, how did you know? How do you want us to dress? Can I wear Ultimate Warrior makeup? <laughs> you know what? I don't really have a problem with it. I doubt Abby would, but we'll have to ask her. Okay. <laughs> but um, she's going to wear like uh, some real flowy pants and a, mm-hmm. and a pretty top. Like Okay. So, And I, I'm not sure. I'm probably going to get like a linen suit. A linen suit? Yeah. I, I found out as I've gotten older that I really like linen. I don't know. It's I... like coarse but not scratchy. I think it just does well for my sensory like I don't, stuff. I don't even know if I like it or not. Like, am... you should get yourself a linen shirt. A linen. The... A linen. Yeah. I'm gonna buy you a linen shirt. Oh, please don't buy me shirts. <laughs> <laughs> then there's an the expectation. Like, when should I wear this shirt? It's like shit. We're going over to trips. If I hate this shirt. Maybe I should make you wear linen for uh, the wedding. <laughs> for the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be fine too. Or, uh, or you could dress up like the Ultimate Warrior and just have linen diaper. Oh, uh, the on. diaper, yeah. Because yeah. you know what? I didn't think I was gonna miss the speedos. I do miss the speedos. The speedos are better than diapers, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So, wait, his was more of, was his, would you consider his more of a diaper or a speedo? Dolphin Warrior, specifically? Yeah. His is like a hybrid. A hybrid. It's like a cross it's like between. A Hogan's is a diaper. Hog- Hogan's is a diaper. That Randy Orton guy that you said looks like he wanted to have sex with you at any time, I would, his was a speedo. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the quintessential speedo. Yeah, yeah. Um, alright, so, what, what's next? Have wait, you, no, have you, oh, did, what, did you finish your demandments? This I mean, one we're did, going did back you, to. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been eating all right. Okay. I guess we, we went straight into exercise. So I've been, I've gotten up to exercise in five days a week, though, so that's... Gotcha. I mean, it's been like a week, but... Gotcha. Yeah, I've been sick. I was up to five days a week, uh, but I got sick, so I took a break, and yeah. it's been cool. I've been doing my DDP yoga. Shout out to DDP yoga, which is uh, yoga created by... Or, I shouldn't say created by. Well, I mean, he's really pushed it. It's by a wrestler named Diamond Dallas Page. All right. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like resistance yoga. So, uh, like, you build your own resistance as you're going through the movements. You get your heart rate up and get those muscles going. But he's added these arm straps that uh, do that um, blood circulation training. Mm. And I bought some because I was like, that'd be cool to have. Like, I've have short arms, but I've never had, like, big short arms. Like, I want to make it where I can't wipe my own butt. <laughs> what? And don't... I don't want to talk about that part. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, but I can't get it to work. Like, I got the medium straps. I measured my arm. And it's like, they want to fall off. So I'm still trying to figure that out. But I'll, I'll probably... I rode my uh, bike a little bit yesterday, but did not do five days a week. I mean, I'm doing like 20 minutes some of those days mm-hmm. just in the in my gym, but like I'm doing good. Uh, my my workout is basically just what physical therapy told me to do. Gotcha. So, my back and neck finally feeling a little bit better. I'm getting old. I think I actually found out what the deal is though cuz mm-hmm. Abby hasn't been sleeping great and apparently I just will hold my whole neck up while I'm asleep sometimes. What does that mean? Like, like I'm laying exercise? on my side, and no, and I'm just like, there's not anything actually underneath my pillow. For a while, I would just hold my neck up sideways. Oh. And apparently, I'll fall asleep with my arms behind my head, which I did know about that on occasion, because I'll wake up and I like can't feel my arms at all. Have you ever had that? Wake up. Yeah. You yeah, actually yeah. can't even move them because you can't feel them. <laughs> no, uh, I've never had that. Oh, no, no. It's bad. Uh, no. I've so, pl- like, I'll luckily I'll be able to, like, feel one a little, or I'll be able to control one even if I can't feel it, and I can't move the other one at all, so I'll move what? it down. Yeah, it's it's not good. No. Go to the doctor. <laughs> like... I've, I've had my arm be numb before, like, because I laid on it a certain way, but never to where I couldn't move my arm. Yeah, uh, I have oh. I have woken up with one of my arms multiple times, uh, so asleep that I literally can't, like, do not have physical control over it. Dude, no. It's like I don't have an arm there at all. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. So I'm trying to figure out how to make that stop happening. <laughs> don't. Do whatever you're doing. Sleeping? Yeah. I go to sleep in a normal, like, way. I just, I it's, wake up and... And you're all twisted up? Apparently. Oh, no, man. It sounds like you're possessed. 
a night nighttime possession. Um, you been I'm, mindful? Yeah, I've been mindful. Yeah, I, I do my prayers. Say my prayers. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to do more meditation with Link. It helps him. Mm-hmm. Probably helps me too. But. I still. I have the hardest time trying to even do that. Uh, they, I have been. I have been on the way home after work mm-hmm. instead of turning on a podcast or like listening to like music or the radio. I've been just turning on like lo-fi and like letting my brain like actually defrag. Mm-hmm. That's been. That's been good. Yeah, I um, I think we've talked about this even on the podcast before. As someone who is in already in the counseling field and going to go into it even more, I I have an easy time telling people that meditation is the right thing for them. <laughs> and but for me, I just the way my anxiety works sometimes. I I just gotta. I don't know. It's uh, it's hard for me to follow a guided one and then also do one myself it's uh it's hard to get the things to turn off in there yeah because i'm just so worried about i mean meditation doesn't have to be purely about trying to get everything to go away Mm -hmm. it can just be about like being present with your thoughts which is more than that i end up doing it i I rarely am trying to push out all my thoughts i'm trying Mm -hmm. to like process them slowly intentionally individually yeah yeah, and I, I have some that I, I've had success with, uh, but we can talk about that another day. Because right now... Well, we still got one demandment left. What's Which the one is fourth? It? There's four. Except, in this, he went back to only three. Three, yeah. I think the fourth one, it was vitamins... Exercise. Exercise. My, oh, no, we did do all of them. I yeah, forgot yeah. we covered exercise. Oh, no, we got them. <laughs> all right. So, quiz of the day. You watched their information on Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Do you know his actual name? No. Okay. <laughs> no. We're going to... He legally gets his name changed to Warrior. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that after all this uh, when he leaves the WWE. So is Ultimate like a title like Doctor? I don't, <laughs> dude, I don't know. In his head, he, he thought he understood copyright laws and thought if he legally changed his name to Warrior that Vince McMahon wasn't on the Ultimate Warrior anymore. And it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, so he legally changed his name to Warrior, and eventually he waited Vince out long enough and, and got the rights to the name, but went to court and changed his name. So That's wild. That's unhinged. He is like he is unhinged. his character, I would say, is unhinged. So the, the first thing we watched... Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a YouTube playlist with it. I need to make it public so okay. I can like, link to it. I probably need to make it not from my like normal personal yeah. email account. But um, but the first one is Always Believe, The Ultimate Warrior Story, the mm-hmm. full career document documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have taken down who, who, who did it. It's but. fine. Well, I'll, uh, I'll put in the information. Uh, but uh-huh, it is uh, wrestle with Andy. Wrestle, wrestle with Andy. Andy. Thank you, Shout Andy. Out. Come on the podcast. No, gross. Don't don't come on the podcast. But you can come speak on it. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm sorry. All I can think of now is my mom going, I want to listen to your podcast. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Like, it was, a, I sh- shouldn't have done it. I think you just get anxious and say things like Tourette's. No, what? That would have been, do you think he had Tourette's? Actually, I think a fun exercise if we ever have a Patreon is I can take the DSM-5 and try to diagnose him from a series of videos. Uh, uh, he is something. Yeah, Let us know if you're interested in a Patreon where we armchair psychoanalyze all the, all the wrestlers. Yeah, and we'd probably just do it for free. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, but the wrestling with Andy. Yeah, so, um, oh yeah, you talk about it. I don't... So, it is a video that I found to give Trip an idea of the Ultimate Warrior's backstory. Uh, in order to talk about Hulk Hogan versus the Warrior, I, I really felt that Trip needed to have a little bit of Ultimate Warrior's backstory. And from that video... Trip, what stands out to you? Because it, it talks about him coming up, taking a job in bodybuilding, learning that bodybuilding isn't really going to pay the bills, and then he gets into the world of wrestling. That, that is, that was the first, like, three minutes of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my first uh, response was, I love seeing old um, high school yearbook photos yeah. of these huge dudes. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was like the little brother on Thinks and Geeks or on Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> yeah. Just hilarious. And then like in the next shot he's somehow just huge and he's got like a crew cut. But then like in the next shot, like the very next one, he is massive. Yeah. And he's bodybuilder and he's insane. He is shredded, man. He is a really big guy. Um and he it changes over time and he and the definition changes, and I'll get to that in a minute, where people thought he was actually a whole different person at one point. Yeah, yeah I took notes um, of that too. What did you think about some of his first wrestling names? Um, the Dingo Warrior, phenomenal. It's so awful, it's so amazingly bad, it's hilarious. Well, Because he's not Australian, right? No, but I know what's happening here. And see, and it seems, I don't know if Andy caught on to it, or a lot of the other people who've talked about Ultimate Warrior before, but the most popular tag team in the world at the time was the Road Warriors. Yes, it did did mention So, Mad Max, the Road Warriors, you know. Sure. So, they're like, okay, we need our own version of the Road Warriors, so they they have this guy in face paint, kind of like he's in the Mad Max series. They're like, okay, Mad Max, it's Australian, what's in Australia... And I'm almost a thousand percent positive that's how I got Dingo Warrior. Yeah. Just like some mix of this is like the Mad Max films because there's a Dingo and also he's still a warrior like the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... What, what were some of the other ones? I didn't I didn't take on any of the other ones. Oh, no. Dingo Warrior is the one that everyone knows. That it was Dingo Warrior, then he turned into Warrior, then... This man was like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> Look, Vince Man knows what he's doing. There's no arguments. If he's the ultimate warrior, no one's better. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, so explain to me what a baby face is again. A baby face is a good guy. But like there's gotta be more to it than that. Cause heel is is a villain. 
Yeah, but like, there's no more two. There's. There's got to be more to Babyface to make them the good guy than just he's the good guy. Like, it's got to come from something, no, right? Nah, I... Uh, well, as far as what it comes from, I'm sure it comes from some kind of carny or some kind of story somewhere, but it's typically you have the Babyface and the heel. Now, a Babyface doesn't mean that it's necessarily... It's, it's just like saying good guy. Alright. Yeah, it's, uh, unless there's something I don't know, which is possible, it's, it's not meaning that someone is the ultimate good guy. It's just baby facing, it's like, if they're talking in the back, it's like, alright, what I want to, what I want to happen is the baby face, man, they're getting beat up. That means the heel's getting heat on them, man. You get that heat, you build that heat, have the baby face come back, hit them a couple times, but don't go too fast. Knock him back down. Have that heel build the heat again. And so that's that's just always been my concept of it. I could be wrong. No, Five-star review if I'm wrong. Um, and then what? what's with the pseudo-Native American bird face paint? I don't know. I think that he is just confused. Because <laughs> uh, that was face paint he was doing before he got there. Right. And then they're like, well, we'll get a makeup artist to just do it better. So it is like a weird... I guess it's a way to... He's a warrior and he's not... Yeah, that's a spirit animal. Yeah. He's not distinctly from any tribe. The face paint changed over time, too. Like, I think there was American-themed face paint at one point. Yeah, there were a couple different ones. He's had different birds, I noticed, through it. Yeah. Um, I... To skip to the end a little bit, he gives a little speech at the end, mm-hmm. uh, or it's talking about him giving the speech, because actually nowhere in this does he speak. No. There's not a single voice clip of him in this thing, so I did not know what he sounded like, and that will come back in the next clip. Yeah. But but he's he's up there talking in front of him, and he's wearing a mask, but like a the cheapest like little Halloween oh, mask. Oh, is it him as an older man? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he died like, the next day. Yeah, he did. Terrible. But he's up there with this terrible like Halloween face mask on instead of face paint. Yeah. It's very weird. Well, I think... Because like face paint, it's not like it's it's not like a tattoo. Like it, it washes off. Well, I think what was going on with that is the weekend prior he was inducted into the Hall of Fame and that mask he was wearing was for sale at all the different... Uh, so if he's wearing the mask... It's, it was merch. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, so it boosts merch and everything. Yeah, it was a really... That was a very weird time period. Not not to jump ahead to the end of the video, but they brought him back because there had been bad blood. He gets put into the Hall of Fame. That next Monday, he runs out to the ring, gives a speech, and then dies that night. Especially after, apparently in the speech he talked about living on forever, even after yeah. he's gone. Yeah. Nobody knew of anything wrong with him. His wife was surprised. Uh, some, I don't know, maybe blew up his heart running to the ring, which I don't know. But he also years of steroid use and all this other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was really weird. And then they like made an award for him. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cool what he originally wanted the award to be for. Mm-hmm. Which was for like staff that are underappreciated. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool well, thing. It's staff underappreciated and giving back to the community, like the Warrior Award and everything. So, yeah, he's 
I, I didn't look up anything aside from the videos you sent me, so I don't know anything about the man. It, well, in that video, it talks about how people felt about him. Uh, he A lot of people don't think he took the wrestling side seriously, so it would lead to people getting hurt. Yeah, the, it, did, it did mention that he mm-hmm. uh, was difficult to work with and that he was just kind of uh, not careful with people's bodies and uh some of that is what what is a successful wrestler at the end of the day like get tell me what you think as someone who doesn't watch what who is a successful wrestler wrestler what makes a successful wrestler well what i would say is it's the same thing that makes a successful character in a book or tv show Mm -hmm. or movie it's did the audience like them? Or was it good for the story that they existed? Mm-hmm. Like, because some, some characters are intentionally, you're not supposed to like them. Yeah. So they if they did that job well, then they're a good mm-hmm. character too. Um, but like, it's are they a good character? Did they make the story better than it would have been without them? If, if you had just cut out all his parts, would it have been better? Gotcha. Or if you had given his parts to another character, would that have been better? I would I would say that that's what a good character is, and that's what a good wrestler is, because okay. they're characters. They're not real. They're not really winning things. Yeah. That's actually, that helps out, if anybody's listening to this, that might help people out a lot. You as someone who doesn't watch what seems important to you, because over the years... Because it's tied in with sports, there's a lot of people that think about work rate and all the other stuff that goes into that. So, for example, although we're watching, we, you and I won't ever have a concept of how good these stories were in the 80s and 90s. Because no. we just weren't there. And I'm never going to have a concept of how good any of these stories no. really are because I, I yeah. can't bring myself to watch it outside we, of we, the podcast. We, we'll find a way to do a good, more modern story one day that we can potentially connect to. But, like, for example, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, people say they're crappy in the ring, right? But by your definition of a good wrestler, someone who the crowd connects to, who is part of the story... That's the whole point, right? And then they 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 were the top at a certain time. They they made the most money, and that's the other thing. But like you need you need characters that aren't at the top too. Like yeah. you need sidekick characters. You need mm-hmm. love interest. You need all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you need the side story that like pulled at your heartstrings. Like yeah. you just you need all these characters. Mm-hmm. It it being a good wrestler is not about. Like, it's not, it's not like being a good soccer player or a good football player. Like, those, those are objective metrics that you can do, mm-hmm. like, because they're actually competing. Yeah. Now, now a, a talented wrestler is someone who can do complicated tricks and everything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, and, and if that's your definition of good, then, like, I can understand that. But, like, when I think of a good wrestler I think of a good character mm-hmm. not a talented wrestler because yeah. a talented wrestler would be that the actual actor themselves is talented at what they do not whether or not they're good to be there yeah and, and so that's why there's that that odd disconnect because 
For me, I'm I'm somewhere in between, I think. I do think, like, um, I don't know if you've seen, I think you've had Shawn Michaels in one thing. I believe so. Shawn Michaels is one of those guys that in ring, as a technical performer, mm-hmm. although scripted, he can do things that other people can't do. But he was, I, I think, if you have someone like him who can have a character that people love and do that, that's the perfect mix. Well, yeah, like yeah, a great, I would, mm-hmm. I guess, a great wrestler is someone who is very talented mm-hmm. and is good for the storyline. However, you can't tell me that Shawn Michaels, if we're just talking about the act of being a wrestler, is better than. Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan was a larger character and drew more money. That's that's the weird thing because you can on the other side of this say that Shawn Michaels is three times what he is like in the ring. It's 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 very confusing. It's a debate that people have had forever. Well, so much of it is is Vince McMahon deciding what people should like too. Mm-hmm. Like that definitely murkies the water because like what a different. Would putting your all behind a different wrestler have been a better choice? That's a valid question you can ask. Yeah. And it did Hulk Hogan hurt wrestling as a whole or, or not? And and I doubt that he did, but like I'm not a fan of Hulk Hogan. I I think most of this stuff is and we'll talk about more, but yeah. I think most of the stuff is very dull. Yeah. It's very hokey. But at the time it might uh, the, the people in the audience were fucking loving it. Yeah. Like, they I mean, they were making out. They loved it so much. <laughs> But and that's that's the thing. I, and at the end of the day, it's become, yes, it's scripted, but each match, if you look at it for yourself, and then over time, I think you just build the people you like the most. Sure. And, and then... And that's what happens with, with any story. Yeah, because it is still kind of like a sport. It's, oh, it's weird. Like, do you ever read or watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Tons of characters. Yeah. You Like, it is difficult to keep up with all the characters. Everyone has different characters that they like or not. Yeah. Like, it's... You don't have to like every character to like Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. Not every character was good. I'm like... Yeah. But, like, yeah. It, or, um, one of my favorite things is, uh... Abby always talks about... I think she says her dad tells her. But, like, everything in the grocery store... Every individual item in the grocery store is someone's favorite. Yeah. Or it wouldn't be there. Yeah. Like... Someone likes every single thing in the grocery store, and that is wild to actually think about because there are so many things in the grocery store that yeah. on a dime I'm like, oh, that's it's not good. I don't like, why would anyone eat yeah. that? And it's because someone eats it. People love pickled pig's feet. If they didn't eat it, it wouldn't be there. Yeah. I. It's just, when I think about these types of guys like Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan, that pops up a lot in my head. Because I, I do have preferences for more of the, the mix, kind of the hybrid of work rate and uh and the the popular guys. What is work rate? Work rate is if someone's really good in the ring, like they have high um oh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh they're not getting gassed or tired. Oh, sure. Yeah, they have that. They have very it's like technical skills as sure. far as like actual wrestling sometimes. Like if you get two guys on the mat and they decide like, hey, for five minutes, 
let's go in here and do what like actual grounded wrestlers would do. Sure. I mean, that's the same type of thing with like musicians, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And, and and maybe good is just such a bad term. That's what it we is. define it. But like a good musician, like, and I think that's maybe the difference between a good musician and a good artist. Mm-hmm. Like a good musician can be very talented yeah. at playing instruments without getting any sort of traction from people because they just don't connect with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so it, maybe there's better terms we could find and out and use for this. Mm-hmm. But that's what I would say. I, maybe good character and good wrestler are two different yeah. things. Maybe that's the way we say it. Like, good wrestler is someone who is talented at being a yeah. fake wrestler. And, and, yeah, it's tough. And, and, a, good, and a good character is, is someone who actually made the storyline good. Yeah. What's fun is you naturally did something that a lot of people do. The Game of Thrones and wrestling comparison happen a lot. Oh, really? Yes. Because there are so many characters. And the throne is kind of like the belt or whatever. And so people do it to where there's like different tiers. You can even look at um, the what with the two brothers, the Hound and the Mountain. They they're very similar to the Undertaker and Kane. So yeah, that is a comparison made a lot. But it is honestly, I'm surprised there isn't a Dothraki wrestler. I mean, the in a way, you're some of your Samoan wrestlers. I mean, not. If you think about the way that they were portrayed, they put them in, like, tribal gear. Um, You haven't come across any of this. With the Samoan wrestlers for a while, is they couldn't take any head damage. Like, the concept was that their heads were so hard. Like, oh, that's... mm, Yeah. mm. So... But it's like D&D. It's like a... It's a a race trait. It's a race trait. (laughs) Uh, But what was funny is... They used it as a weapon, so they were smart about it. But, like, let's say a dumber guy would go up and be like, well, one of my moves is a headbutt. They'd go headbutt him, and then they'd fall down. I mean, it was neat. <laughs> but, but, yeah, definitely a weird take on things. Um, That's one of those things, like, am I insane, or am I just not racist enough that I don't know the stereotype? I don't know the stereotype. <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying, yeah. like... Is that even a stereotype, or did they just make it up? They might have made it up. It might have been something that a lot of those, a lot of the Samoan wrestlers came with their own ideas and everything. So it, it might not be a racist thing at all. But if you told me it was, I it'd be hard for me to disagree with you. I would not. I would not even try to disagree if anyone told me because like I don't. Because we don't know enough don't, about and it. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a white man. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you if I headbutt you it won't hurt you? No, I'm Samoan. <laughs> okay, all right, bud, you got it. So somehow the Ultimate Warrior retired Randy Savage. Yes. So I thought I heard them say Kayfabe retired him. Kayfabe. That that is I did hear it right. Yeah, I have kayfabe. no idea what that is. What, so what is kayfabe right? is the story. Uh, so, kayfabe, Hulk Hogan is taking all of his vitamins. In real life, he isn't. So, kayfabe just means in story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. What? Yeah. Any idea where that term came from? I think it's carny. I, I don't know. Okay. But that cool. is, it's one just of those I've known forever. Yeah. Kayfabe huh. is something, it means it's in story. 
And then there is um, what's called a work. And a work is typically when it also kind of means in story. But a work also means that they're trying to get over on the people who are smart to the industry. Like, for example, I'll, I'll make up something real quick. Let's say if Ultimate Warrior came out to Hulk Hogan and called him Tiri Balea by his real name, but they planned it beforehand, that's called a work. Okay. Because they're trying to make the people who don't believe anymore believe like, oh shit, but this one might be real. <laughs> they're bringing in real world stuff. <laughs> um, okay. So. Dude, watching watching some of these matches, how did anyone ever think this stuff was real? I, I don't know. It's, it's so, like, maybe if you're ringside you can't tell, but like... Definitely not up in the stands, but yeah. like watching on TV, man, they're it's I, th- so fake. This is what we're watching is ninety. It we're, we're getting close to where Vince McMahon just essentially goes on television and says, "Hey, this is this has worked." Sure. Uh, after he buys like all the regions, Vince goes on TV and like ruins the biggest secret because he also is trying to get out of the steroid trial. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Well, if I tell them that this is all fake." Then it won't. Then they can just take steroids. Sure. But it is it is such a weird world because they were still sanctioned as a real sport. I think right. they still have to get sanctioned as a real sport sometimes, even though it's. I a mean, show. it is a sport. Like it is. It takes a lot of physical talent mm-hmm. to do the thing. Like you could have, you could have a competition on being able to do moves. Just like diving. Like, you could well, do that. Yeah. Is that a thing that exists? No, not yet, but Chris Jericho... Because that, that would be... I would I would be more interested in watching that, probably. <laughs> so, Chris Jericho had an idea not too long ago, and some people heard it and think, think, think it's ridiculous, but he said, why can't professional wrestling be in the Olympics? And someone was saying, well, it's not a real competition. He's like, yes, but think about... Uh, Ice skating and figure skating, those are typically two people doing a choreographed dance together to see which would look the best. And so that has legs to it. I mean, it'll never happen, but if you. I don't know. I think that should happen. I think that would be very interesting. You could even build like a safety dummy that Mm -hmm. has sensors in it Mm -hmm. and see who can do the moves without putting too much pressure on different areas to Mm -hmm. cause injury. Like, that's a competition that could exist i think that you with still you still have it two people like choreographed it. I, I mean i'm all about it i i, I mean sh- i watch figure skating in the olympics sometimes it's great yeah i will show you a match before long we're, we're way off ultimate warrior um yeah we need to come back because we will we need this not to not be a two not too long well, hour we're, well the rest of what we we're there's not a ton here but there's two guys in a my Co- notes disagree. Okay. <laughs> there is a guy named Kota Ibushi, uh-huh. and then also Kenny Omega. They wrestled uh, a blow up dolls, and they make them. They make it look competitive. Sure. And right. so that your your sensor idea is fun. Okay, let's go to your notes. Uh, so, um, you you mentioned it earlier, but 
hilarious that he came back off of steroids for the steroid trial thing, and and kids just decided it was a different person yeah. pretending to be him. Nobody ever seen hilarious. anybody change tones because before he left, he was just big, and he came yeah. back ripped. Yeah, that dude was swole before yeah. him. Like yeah. the de- like that's what swole should mean. He yeah. was swollen. He was yeah. enormous. Dude. And then and and then he came back and just like you're normal big. Yeah, you're a big guy, but you're very defined. And yeah. his face did look different. He lost weight in his face, so he uh, was way more shredded than mm-hmm. like Macho Man or Hulk Hogan. Oh. <laughs> like, they, obviously, they're very strong people. Yeah. They're all very strong people, but this dude was. Whew. Yeah, yeah, uh, but they thought he was a completely different human. That was one of the first things in my life I ever heard about him. It's like, yeah, you know, the real Ultimate Warrior died. This is a different man. Uh-huh. That's one of my earliest <laughs> wrestling memories. And apparently, um, he started a wrestling university. Mm. Wonderful. Oh, boy, this and, guy. And, and he had his own comic. He did, and his reason for coming back to the WWF was he really wanted to push his own comic. Well, if we ever do Ultimate Warrior arc, we're mm-hmm. going to read the comic. We will go through, and I think he's worth an overall look at. Uh, I don't know if we'll do I it I think more. we need to pick someone more modern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. After Hulkamania, we're going to do NWO just for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go back to modern. Uh, some some for the kids. Some for the kids. Uh, um, and then, and I'm not going to say who. What the fuck is Gold Dust? What the fuck was that? Okay. <laughs> Goldust. Uh, we've talked about Cody Rhodes before and his father, Dusty Rhodes. Goldust was the other brother. Gold Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, uh, well, that's part of it. So Vince McMahon, for some reason, Dusty Rhodes is one of those guys that was in other areas. Whenever him or his children would come to the Federation, he I don't know if he just wanted to put them in embarrassing shit. But they usually made money off of it. So Goldust came in as um, this like weird Hollywood kink type deal. Uh, he has the gold mask on. I mean, the gold face paint, and his whole body is all painted up in the bodysuit. And it was suggested that you know it was such a bad thing at that point in time. It's like, well, he might like men. And I was like, he might be by. It was a whole. It was a mess. It is one that I think we need to go over. But he he becomes a fan favorite because Dust, Dustin Rhodes is just such a good wrestler, and then also he's good on the mic. He was given that character and he embodied it. He was like, you know what? You want me to be this way? I'm gonna be this way. Uh, but yeah, it's just some weird kind of he. Wanted to be a Hollywood star. He paints himself gold. It, it's a weird character. That's a good transition to... What is Hollywood Hogan? I don't want to talk about that right now. Okay. That is... <laughs> you say it like you were traumatized. Uh, I don't want to talk about it right now because it, it's kind of leading to something else. Okay. So we'll come back to it. It's kind of like the whole reason we're talking about this okay, motherfucker. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll uh, come back to that. We'll get there one day. So apparently he ruined uh, a whole... Uh, wrestle show or whatever with a 27 minute promo one day? Yes, yes. So that was in WCW. Uh, Ultimate Warrior comes out and WCW is slightly more lax and they're like, you can talk. 
I actually uh, one of Conrad Thompson's podcast, uh, eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff. They talked about it, and Eric Bischoff was who was running the show. He's like, he just wouldn't stop. He just kept talking, <laughs> and there's literally he's like wonderful. He's like, there's nothing you can do in that situation if you want to keep him relevant for whatever the payoff's going to be. Because if you cut the mic, it's live TV. Like you're you're kind of you're you're held hostage. Send another wrestler out there to go attack him. In that situation, I think Hulk Hogan's already out there. Yeah, and send someone else. That, that that's not a bad idea. Just send them out. But that's like Mandio fight him. Like yeah. But um okay so <laughs> so in that match there was a fireball. Yeah. Hulk Hogan did did street magic except it failed. <laughs> Yeah, should, yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan. I meant to look up that clip. I completely forgot about it until I got no, my note. Hulk, but my it, note is just, <laughs> what, Fireball? This is years <laughs> later, after everything we're watching. Oh, okay. But, so we're not there. So we'll talk about that with Yeah, Hollywood that's over. later. I should have, I thought no, I put a timestamp for you to cut it off. You may have. I, but, uh, I don't, I don't I'm not perfect. I did. But <laughs> it is, Hulk Hogan totally whiffs. On the fireball, too. He misses him, and Ultimate Warrior doesn't know what to do. <laughs> like, he's like, should I fall down? Should I, what should I do? Like, Hogan throws the fireball and just whiffs. It goes out. And, uh, yeah, it was bad. Like, there, <laughs> the match that we're going to talk about, it's only good if you have the crowd noise on. It's another one of those, because neither one of them are very talented in the ring. Oh, man. It, it's it was a, It's rough. a bore. So we, the we one, are talking about the promos first, though, right? Yeah, the okay. fireball you see is like nine years later. So you're talking two people having the same match but older. <laughs> but now there's a fireball that doesn't work. It's so good. Yeah, I actually. It, it's like it turned into Mortal Kombat, and it was like trying to do the Liu Kang thing or Street Fighter. Yeah, I uh, I don't. I want. I mean, I do want to talk about the promos, but I have. I have one ready to go. Uh, it's the second one. But what, what notes do you have on... Like, I don't remember him... I remember him talking like... Yeah, the whole thing. That's pretty good. Like, like, just like... So, I'll... Oh, it's we'll terrible. skim through it. I think I took way more notes that I need than I needed no, to. No, you don't skip. No, I mean, we need to skip. But, um... And some of them are better to talk about during the match. But, um... I actually watched these with Link. Uh-huh. Uh, and I watched the WrestleMania match with Link. Mm-hmm. So, he immediately was like, no, Ultimate Warrior is a villain. Okay, he thought But he bad. liked him. Yeah. He rooted for him, even though in the last one he was rooting for Hulk Hogan, because he thought Hogan was mm-hmm. the good guy, and he still thinks Hogan's the good guy, but he liked the Ultimate Warrior. One of the things he thought was the funniest thing ever, and like, I did too. So, let me take a, let me take a second. Hulk starts his promo talking to the side. Mm-hmm. He talks off camera yeah, yeah. to no one for like three seconds and he, then he turns. So I put yeah. down that note, like, why is he talking to the side? And then uh, and then Hulk, uh, Hogan's talking about how, like, someone might throw down a banana peel. The, the... What was he? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Like, if something, like, essentially, if something a, happens a, to me, are you going to be able to be the guy? It was, yeah, like, it was a, an act of God is the only thing that would keep him from getting in the ring, but, like... 
Who knows? I could not follow anything. And then and then he brings up the self-destruction thing again, which I guess went over so well with Macho Man Randy Savage. He had yeah. to keep doing it. So, uh, Macho Man was WrestleMania 5? Or yes. was that 4? He, Macho Man was... Macho Man won the belt at 4, fought Hogan at okay, 5. Okay, okay, okay. So, so this the, is the, the last one we talked about mm-hmm. with this stuff was the last two years. Okay. Yeah. So... And then, <laughs> the best quote from it is, What you gonna do when the largest arms in the world run wild on you? This is the time period <laughs> when he started talking about his arms a lot. A lot. In the second promo you have with him, he talks about his yes, arms he again, about 24-inch pythons. pythons. That is something he started doing around this time period. And I, I don't know if he's just trying to, like, here's this guy coming up, trying to take my spot. I guess I need to point out my arms are bigger? Like, he's more toned? Are they actually 24 inches? Like, is that actual canon, or is that just ah, him I don't talking know. about it? I don't know if that's KFA or Because 24 real. inches is yeah. huge. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, you never know it. with him. Yeah. But, um, okay, so that brings us to... To the Ultimate Warriors promo. Yeah. The thing that Link thought was the funniest thing in the world is he starts talking to the wall. And Link goes, why is he talking to the wall? (laughs) And then he turns. And he... And I actually wrote down... Then he talks to the ceiling. Then he talks to the wall again. Then he turns to his side. And then he turns back to the wall again. And then the other side. And then the floor... Of the side. And then the camera. But then he goes back to his floor again. And then he starts talking to his dick. <laughs> it makes no <laughs> sense, right? I, was, I want to play a little bit of that one. We might not play the whole thing. Oh, alright. I'll do yeah, it. Because his voice... Like, I don't re- remember this. He's snorting. We can talk over it. What? Why? What? How do people like him as the good guy in this? Or bro, I don't know. I don't understand how people like Hulk Hogan though as the good guy. But I can't listen to this man speak while he's doing this. Like I don't hear any words he says. said Hulk Hogan's like a big child. This just seems like the emo child down the street. I feel like someone was trying to do a schizophrenia impression. Like, I don't understand what's happening. I guess Conan the Barbarian had come out and he's trying to be a modern, more edgy. Oh yeah, he always calls everyone the normals. But he's the good guy. That's what confused me. For the listeners, he's staring right at the wall. <laughs> he won't look in the... And now he's going to turn to his side. His other side. I don't know if I can listen to all this. Yeah, I don't think we need to make the listeners listen to all of it. It's just it's nonsensical ravings of a lunatic. Yeah, and he... And that's not what I remember, and that's okay. 
But he talks about injecting Hulk Hogan with the minimum dosage of poison from the Ultimate Warrior. But what? What does that mean? It almost feels like, and there's a lot of backstory of what's going on there. Like him and Ultimate Warrior and Vince didn't get along, and all this other stuff. Like, were they get letting telling him to do these types of promos so they could pivot to him being a bad guy? But he's also the Intercontinental Champion at the time. And the whole thing is he's supposed to be rising up to take Hulk Hogan's spot. Like, that's... Clearly like, not going to happen. It's just, it's clear. No, they wanted it to. Though. Yeah, but like, it's clearly not going yeah. to. Like, because you can't get behind that. The the majority mass, the, like, the mass of people cannot get behind that lunatic. They they love I think what they love about him was his music that din, 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 And Hulk Hogan and, is basically just like a buff Trump. Like Yeah. And people love Trump. Yeah. Um, not everyone, thank God, but there's a lot of people that love him. Yeah. And there's a like there's a reason why Hulk Hogan did well. It Yeah, and there is. And Warrior, like I said, very popular, it, but I think they what they loved about him wasn't what we just heard. Sure. It was he ran to the ring. Yeah, he had the he face had paint. Energy. He was different. He was he until was the energy. wrestling match. Until but, the wrestling. So but, you, as someone who doesn't watch wrestling, notice that the he's not oh, there's not a lot of energy in there. It's yeah. a lot of just, I've been I've been saving it for okay talking about that. But Abby, Abby made a good point. I actually talked her into watching it because Link oh, thought boy. it was so funny. Mm-hmm. She refuses to watch anything, but mm-hmm. if, if I... Anyway, so she, she was like, this sounds like it was written by AI. Yeah. It does. It, it does. sounds like an unhinged AI. Yeah. Saying things. But... Anyways, and like, the next one, I'm not going to go too much into it's it. It's a lot it's of the, the same, same stuff, stuff. But he has tourniquets on in the next one, I guess, to like oh, bulk up yeah. the arm. But the only thing I can look at is that, like, his arms are going to fall off. Like, they're too tight. Yeah, his turn. It's like gets... a full inch into his Does arm. The, we have a Pop Funko of him up there. Does he have them on? Yeah, yeah. but they just look like armbands. Yeah, yeah. He had full-on tourniquets. And I, as some, like, if he was actually doing that for that blood flow thing, uh-huh. that blood restriction... That, if it's too tight in a match, he's not going to be able to pick up some people. Like, the whole point of that is <laughs> is that you do less movement, less weight, and get yeah. toned. Is yeah, that... it's it's wild. His face paint is kind of cool, though. Yeah. Like, I understand being a child and looking at oh, that sure. on toys and stuff. But, like, it's not a... Unless you're in a prehistoric era it's not the type of thing that's gonna be a hero it's just yeah. it's not that's not the way our society sees things we don't like masks well i, I take i take that with the I, I have to go against that a little bit because yeah. oh there's so many popular mask guys oh yeah because you gotta think of your luchadors and then at the same well, time around him the you luchadors have almost all of them wear masks though yeah so that's a different cultural uh, at least in america like mm-hmm. We went through COVID. People don't like masks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Different. But see, what he's wearing, on the other channel, you had Sting, uh, who who was actually his former partner at one point in time, who was full face. That that guy with the crow mask right there. Uh-huh. Um, he had the same type of face paint. People loved him. I think it's early, late 80s, early 90s. People love that. It's rad. It's different. Well, it looks like Kiss. Well, yeah. At that point, he did. But when he was like... 
next level popular it was colorful so a uh, little bit of trivia about young trip mm-hmm. um i thought sting the wrestler mm-hmm. and sting the musical artist were the same person which one did you think he was though did you think the face paint guy was i the thought musician? the face paint guy was the musician Funny enough, WCW later incorporates Kiss coming in. Uh-huh. They do a concert, and then they have a wrestler called the Demon uh-huh. that is a Kiss wrestler that made things even more confusing. <laughs> um, um, but then, like, it, it's about the Warrior saying how he's not the bad guy. He's gonna save Hulk Hogan, and yeah, it, it made no sense. It was back and forth. It was what, it's the Warriors versus the what? What did he call his people? Probably the warrior. Who knows? Uh, I could, like I said, I listened. We rewound it like three or four times because, like, it was just so funny, and I, I don't know what he was talking about. Yeah, he's tough. So you had the Hulkamaniacs versus the Warrior Warriors or whatever they were called. But Hulk Hogan throws some shade in his promo, which comes after in this one. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes, I'm tired of watching you search for words, warrior. Yeah. <laughs> he throws a lot of shade. And I think that his promos were weird because maybe Vince was like, hey, he's doing these weird promos and people love him. And so then Hogan's get weirder. But Hogan's stuff doesn't make any sense either. I don't know, like... I, one of them didn't follow whatever dialogue they were supposed to say because they contradict each other and some of the metaphors that are being used. And then, like, Hulk Hogan starts saying something about how the only thing not on the banner is a ghost and that's what you're going to be. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make a I lot of sense. I rewound it and re-listened to it, and I could not follow it. I was listening to, and I just, I, I just, I think I have this filter in my head now when, when Hogan's talking, it's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to understand it yet, I'm just supposed to be inspired. <laughs> it's more, mostly more of the same, but, um, definitely more of the tourniquets cutting off his circulation, <laughs> but, um, there was one phrase he said that I really think is worth repeating and that is the colors of the Hulkamaniacs are coming through the pores of my skin. Red and yellow? He didn't say red and yellow. He said the colors of the Hulkamaniacs are coming through the pores of my skin. Literal quote word for word. I rewound it so I could be 100% sure. It is unhinged. I love it. It's unhinged. Yeah. So you're saying Link likes him though. Oh, yeah, Link was all about him. I just feel like kids would like him. I don't know why. But like I said, once again, just running to the ring wrestling. Honestly, it's he's very Gen Alpha, I think. Like, he's just nonsensical bananas stuff. And that's, like, that's the vibe that Gen yeah. Alpha is into. It might just be because they're young, but, like, that's the general vibe for Gen Alpha right now. Yeah, if, if you told me... That his kick, I don't know. I'm not even going to say what I was about to say. Well, I'm going to back out of that one because that, that's tough. He just, we talked about diagnosing him earlier. <laughs> I still am of the, of, of the feeling that. Join our Patreon if you yeah, want us to tell you what we think he's got. I, I almost feel like if he had a diagnosis of something, then it would make his character worse. Entertaining, like, 
like look and it's a, it's it's a it's good regardless of what you're diagnosed with you can be absolutely limitless it's just fine you you're good but his diagnosis it would be like oh maybe that explains why he said that that way <laughs> it whatever it is even if it's just as simple as i think it's probably just the drugs it is the drugs <laughs> The ultimate diagnosis. So, who's Ravishing Rick Rude? Oh, man. One of the best terrible names. Dude. I I don't know how we would ever do a show on him, (laughs) but Ravishing Rick Rude is this wonderful heel character. Uh, He's only good as a bad guy. Uh And he is just a guy who's... He's not as big as other guys, but he's just ripped, right? Uh-huh. And he would wear the little bow tie like a Chippendale or something. <laughs> but when he's fighting people, what he would do is whoever they were married to in real life, he would have the people airbrush their love interest on the back of his pants. Then oh, he'd do like that pelvic thrust. Okay. I was wondering why there was a face on his ass. Yeah, there. Uh, he is another one that... He played his part so well in the ring. He pr- he probably made Ultimate Warrior look like a million dollars in the ring because he's so good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, he's somebody that as long as you have Hulk Hogan's and Ultimate Warriors, you're never going to be the heavyweight champion. But man, he was good. Um, good deal. Yeah. All right. Move on to the match. You the wanna match. Dra- you want to drag us through it? The ult- Yes, it is a drag. <laughs> the- God, it was all the ultimate showdown is what it's called. And it's important to know that in this, he holds the, Ultimate Warrior holds the Tier 2 belt, uh, which is the Intercontinental belt. And Hulk Hogan has the heavyweight belt. So the winner gets both. Yeah. So this is about the young upstart coming to fight Hulk Hogan. This was the worst match that you've I've seen. watched. And I, I think I've said that before. But it was even worse than the Andre the Giant one. And there's something about... But I like Andre... Like, yeah. Andre the Giant is just... He's such a sweetheart at every... Like, you yeah. can't... It was better, but just because it was Andre the Giant. And it's because it's... Although the movements might be different, it he's a spectacle to see. Like to and, see what he was, and what he was going through in the moment, like, makes more sense. Like, he was barely... Oh, functioning. We, like, he yeah, was not that's doing true. Well. And then he kept doing stuff. Uh, a little before we get into the match, they also had Ultimate Warrior do the slam Andre spot to put him on par with Hulk Hogan. In one of the videos, I believe the first one, they talk about that for a second. I, I might not have got made it to you. Uh, Ultimate Warrior has a match with Andre too, and mm-hmm. he lifts him and puts, and that was one of the other things. It's like puts him on the same level as Hogan. Sure. Okay. This bad boy, the ultimate contest, a huge stare down to start the match. The crowd was screaming during all of it. I will say that. They loved it. They did. It was. It made no sense to me. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's back to that. If, you, if you're watching your favorite TV show, you got to see it live and your two favorite characters or whatever. Uh, there's a test of strength. Man, they do a, a Greco knuckle lock test of strength. It lasted so long. It does. Long. There are clips of it, though. Uh, now, I, I'll send you one to where people have made TikToks and stuff with it. When Ultimate Warrior's on his knees and shaking his head, Hulk Hogan's making a face of like joy. And from one camera angle, it looks like he's getting a BJ. I mean, yeah. so much of those, if you got a slightly different camera angle, mm. would look like a BJ. Yeah. Uh, 
the Tessa Strange. We're adults here. Blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. This is what I get at the barber shop on my hair. You get a blowjob? Yeah, you don't get a blowjob on your hair? I've never gotten a blowjob from a salon. Okay. You're lost. Uh, that test of strength lasted a few minutes. They in, in my recap here, it says a few minutes. It felt like forever. It did. Gorilla Monsoon had that incredible line years ago for Andre and Hogan, irresistible force meets a movable object. They did it again. Yeah, they did. did the not. whole thing was just doing it again. Yeah. When was the Andre Hulk? That fight? would have been two years prior. So no, three years prior. This is six. So WrestleMania three. Yeah, uh, not well, enough time has gone by to just try to reuse it. No, it was so bad. But that that being said, I mean, three years have passed. They weren't doing weekly television the same way they do now. So maybe, maybe just for us, there's a lot of recency there. But it's still, it's, it never felt like, although the whole thing was, let's build this new guy, even though he wins, it never, it felt like they still wanted Hogan. Yeah. Like, so, how much effort do you think they're using when they do the arm lock thing? Do you think they're actually putting any pressure on each other? Because it doesn't look like it. Are you talking about the strength thing? Yeah, when they're locked hands... Do you think they're actually using any energy, or do you think, think they're just standing there? Because I feel a like a lot of it's just standing there. there. I do think that they use energy, but it's mostly to flex their own muscles. Yeah, but yeah. like it'd be, I think it'd even be so much better if they were not using all their energy, but like actually pushing against each other. If it was an actual feat of strength, even if they. Fake it some. Yeah. Like, I, it did not, there's some that look good. That didn't look good. It's, it's they, also, they jiggle a lot, which is weird. It, it made no sense. It's it's much more... a That's much more of a concert than an in-ring performance. Is the Warriors' hair real? Yeah, I think so. I think Because it's, it's magnificent. Now, he might have some extensions in there with it. But I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, they did the whole crisscross thing. Oh my god, what is the crisscross thing? Stupid. They keep doing it. It's Where so... they're both running in opposite directions? Yeah, it's like in anime when they have the characters really fast and they like circle them really quick, but then like suddenly they're slower when they actually run at the person. I don't... So, it's, like... I guess it's to build up speed or something, but they're doing it at the same time. It, it no, it, may, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And what's the drop to the ground thing? Like, okay, what is so this? that... So, okay. It's atrocious. Let me go back. So you're talking about when one drops to the ground, the other one jumps over them? Yeah. Okay, so... It's supposed to trip them, right? That is technical classic wrestling. That part. Not the crisscross applesauce shit. (laughs) But the... So it's called a drop down. So you lock up, you whip your corner into the ropes, and... Your corner block. You rip your whip your opponent into the ropes. They come back. You drop down, and they jump over you. And then you're supposed to pop up, and then throw them in another move. I think the logic behind it, and some of anyone listening that actually wrestles uh, can correct me. I think the logic is you're dropping down because they were going to attack you. You drop down quick, so they jump over you because it's supposedly happening so fast. 
And then when they come back, you catch them on the rebound. But, like... These, see, wrestle, these wrestlers are very strong people. Mm-hmm. They're not fast people. These two aren't. And see, here's the thing. That drop-down thing, you've never brought it up before. And Oh, I've seen it before. It's been stupid every okay, time. Okay, good. It was stupid. dumber. Because they're so slow. It was dumber because of the crisscross thing. Yeah. The crisscross thing made no sense. They go back and forth. Now, I understand the running into the ropes and then running at a person and trying your best to knock them down. I can understand it's that. It's fun. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense, but it's fun. So the drop down usually, now that I'm thinking about it, you drop down, the person runs back, they go to get you again, then you jump over them. And Hogan and Ultimate Warrior aren't doing the jump over. Um, and so it's just, this person's trying to hit you, you're dodging. You look so upset. I was so bored. I've I've not been more bored during the research for one of these episodes than this. Okay. I found myself wishing during this that I was watching Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> it's so bad. I yeah. would rather watch the entire season one, the entire se- series, because it's only one season, of Thunder in Paradise than watch this match Four I, times. I know like, we're. I know we uh, are going to do Sergeant Slaughter in the future. As far as match beside match, Sergeant Slaughter match is definitely more entertaining than this one, right? Yes. Just because of all barely. That extra, but we'll talk about that. Oh, we got to get you out of Hulk Hogan, man. This is this is awful. We're getting there. So, like the promos are fantastic. They're hilarious. The actual wrestling matches are awful. They are bad. Now, but so, I, I do wonder if I show you like a high work rate match, if that's going to be your cup of tea. Maybe. If I, I, I watch uh, the the I don't remember his name. The guy who's like imitating the Doors guy. Oh, John Morrison. Yeah, he was great. Okay, that that match that he was in was fantastic. Uh, with was it John Cena and, and the Miz? And the Miz. Mm-hmm. That was a fun match. I mean. It was a fun match. I will, for maybe even for a mini episode, I'll show you a high work rate match. Not one that's really long, just one that's like, this is impressive that these humans can do this. And we'll see how that goes. Um, What's a squared circle? I think you've already told me, but I don't remember. (laughs) It's the wrestling ring. Yeah, but like, why is it a squared circle? Because the wrestling ring's actually squared, but similar. It's a ring. Is that no? I think because it's like the round table. Everyone, you're everyone's equal uh, in the ring, but so it's a squared circle. Okay. There okay. might be a different reason, but if I somehow came up with that answer out of nowhere, more power to me. Yeah, uh, it has to be better than the real thing. And then I just have a bunch of notes about how boring this match is, how stupid some of the moves are, like the reverse chin hold. Reverse? Were they standing up for that one? Or I don't know. Uh, I like. No, there's some things that if if they did it properly, the two of them, it would look like it hurt. But they're not. This is this is the equivalent of those fights you uh, hear like on TV shows where it's like, okay, we're gonna fight, but don't punch each other in the face. You know, it's like it's that neither one of them want to do too much. Uh, I'll run through some of the big stuff. Crowd is loud for everything. Uh, oh. 
the crowd. Mm. Some people just brought framed posters of them. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was like they took them off the wall of their bedroom and just brought them because they were still in the frames. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but I'm happy they have signs, and I'm glad signs are coming back because now it's like a bunch of phones. Like, I miss cameras and signs. Uh, they do all that running. Uh, there's back to the chin lock that happened over and over again. Yeah. Uh, Hogan did a backdrop. But then they do a double clothesline where it knocks both of them out. Yeah. The ref counts both guys down in the middle of the ring. Jesse talks about it's going to be a double count out, which obviously it wouldn't be. Uh, One of my notes during this time period that you're glossing over is just, Oh no, the Hulk is winning really slowly. Winning really slowly? <laughs> well, he was like beating him up, but it was they were moving so slow. Yeah. It's they're all gassed up, man. Like... If there's one person that shouldn't run to the ring, it's the Ultimate Warrior because he gets so tired in the damn match. They were, and then Hulk Hogan's never been that guy that has a lot of stamina in the match. Hulk Hogan's best stamina match that I've seen out of his big matches is the Andre one because he's he's having to carry that one a lot. This one, I maybe he thought he wouldn't have to carry this guy because he's a little younger. And then, like, the Ultimate Warrior starts, like, jiggling the ropes, because that's yeah. his, like, promo getting pumped up move, but, like, somehow that makes him strong enough to ignore punches. What? Oh, yeah, that's his hulking up. Yeah. When he does he that. They both do their Hulk up. Hulk Hogan gets back up to his feet and does the pointed the U and punches. They reuse the arm squeeze thing, too. Yeah. But he missed the Hogan leg drop. Uh, oh, you're right. I was wrong earlier when we were... Uh, it was this one where the ref gets knocked out. Yeah, the ref gets knocked out yeah. and they both pin each other. That's another way of showing that they're equals and they both could have won at any time. Uh, they have to be so careful. I do think it's hilarious, though, that in the world of wrestling, the ref is knocked out, the match just can't end. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's like a game of Quidditch where the snitch never shows up. Like, yeah, it's just, what, uh, what, it's just And what his finisher... Like, so, like, if a ref had a heart attack during a match, it's, it's just, just... You have to get end. another ref. No, you, you can't, because they didn't send another ref in for that. Oh, uh, yeah, that There's is... There's no weird. ref on standby. It's just over. That's true. That, <laughs> or it's just not over. You're bringing up a very good point, because <laughs> it's funny how they pick and choose when they're going to send out another ref. <laughs> Like, because sometimes the ref gets hit and they send out another one. There's been funny spots in the future where a ref will get sent out because one got hurt and then the bad guy will just hit that ref real quick without him seeing and then they send out like four or five refs. <laughs> but it's just for fun. You know, it's funny. That's a good bit. It is a good bit. The, the most satisfying part of this match was the ref getting knocked out. Yeah. That ref went down, man. It was good. Like, that was fun. But... Well... And then they did this thing, which, it is good what they did. I just wish the match would have been better. For years, you've had Hulk Hogan Hulk up and do the thing where he points and says you and hits him three uh -huh. times, does the big boot, the leg drop, and it's over. Uh -huh. He does the big boot, goes for the leg drop, Ultimate Warrior moves, and then does his splash, which is the dumbest move for someone that size. Like, that splash from that man, I understand he's big, but it's not... Hulk Hogan's 340 pounds, 6'8". That man jumping on him on the ground, like, Hulk Hogan should be able to get out of that. But 
They did they did change up the ending and had Hulk Hogan lose fair and square in the middle, which is that is a huge indictment. That should have been a push, but Ultimate Warrior eventually gets suspended. He, I mean, he, he's just not. It is so rare that I'm ever this excited for and underwhelmed by an ending at the same time because mm-hmm. I was just so happy it was over. Yeah. In but, the, and then Hulk Hogan like hands it to him and he shakes his hand. Yeah, he's a good sport pose. about it, and that was good. And then apparently someone's taking a step to being immortal. That's what they said. Yeah, the yeah. That the Ultimate Warrior is also going to be immortal. Oh, so God. as far as out of all the Hulk Hogan feuds we've covered so far, how do you feel about this? This one? is awful. This is bad. Right? It's so bad. I don't like it either. Uh, I understand that they were both. Macho the- Man was the best. It's and he's. It, it, I wish it didn't have the real questionable, almost real life scene, mm-hmm. um, or not almost real life, but something that honestly people could confuse. Yeah, a more life. cerebral scene. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, that was enjoyable because Macho Man's a great character. They were fun to watch together. They had good chemistry. <laughs> I don't remember their match at all because. I'm yeah. sure it was fine. Yeah. I remember the, the, the three ladder match. Yeah. I remember the ladders, tables, and chairs, oh my matches. Mm. Like You just can't say tables, ladders, and chairs. Is it tables, ladders, and chairs? Yeah, it's TLC. Oh, yeah. TLC. Tender love and care. Yeah, tender love and care. It's just funny to me that you always want to throw the ladders in first. Well, that's because the ladders were, were forefront. Yeah, they were. The uh, most prominent part. Yeah, and this is... I like the, the uh, when The Miz fought the nose guy. Is Am I getting that right? The nose Oh, no one knows what the nose knows? Did they fight? I don't know. I, I could Oh, yeah, they had that. a match on Raw. And it was the table match where you have to throw someone through a table, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think That so. was fun. I like yeah. the weird rule set for that. That was entertaining. Well, this stuff is not good. We have to get through Hogan. Yeah. We have to. I mean, it's important. I think for a podcast, it's a good thing to talk about because we're, we're podcasting wrestling. In this match, who did you prefer, Ultimate Warrior or Hogan? Uh, it's okay. Oh, no, I don't. I didn't like either of them. They were awful. If but, I, like, as far as the promos go, I like the Ultimate Warrior more because he's insane. This is one of the few times that... For me, it's definitely a devil you know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm, I kind of want Hulk Hogan to just beat this guy and it be over with. But after this, uh, well, we, we will say Ultimate Warrior had a few title defenses. Uh, he did okay. Him and Vince continued to butt heads. Hogan was still there. Vince knew he could always go back to the Hogan well. Eventually, uh, Ultimate Warrior loses to Sergeant Slaughter. And that's who we'll be covering next, Sergeant Slaughter and Hulk Hogan, which is fun because it um, they had Sergeant Slaughter uh, denounce America and join Saddam Hussein during the Gulf War. Yes, they did. And that's what you have to look forward to next, next week. Next, or every two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, every two but, weeks. Uh, and for us, it's definitely not going to be in ten minutes. No, not ten minutes. Uh, we love all of you. Follow the demandments. And guys, I know some of you love Hulk Hogan. We don't, but we're going to get to some more modern stuff eventually. I just need Trip to understand how popular he was. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
I under like I'm understanding. It's it's nuts. Uh, but if you like Hulk Hogan, you're bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> but if you like the character, <laughs> all right, love everyone. Bye. Love